Welcome to the Chlorine King Podcast, where your host, Eric Taylor, will discuss tips for the do-it-yourselfer, answer listeners' questions, conduct product reviews, and host special guests from the pool industry. Grab your swimsuits and let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone. I'm super excited you guys are tuning in, and I apologize that I haven't put out a lot of episodes lately. I knew in the background I was having an intro and outro made, so I didn't want to pump out a lot of episodes and have to go back and edit them all. So wrapping up the chemical series, tonight's topic is CYA, otherwise known as stabilizer. And we're going to talk about things like what it is, what it does in your pool, what are the recommended ranges, and finally, what can happen if it's out of range. Before we do that though, let's answer a question from one of our listeners. Liz wants to know, Eric, I can't seem to control my pH, it's always high. What can cause that? Well, Liz, there's countless variables for this, but let's talk about some of the major ones. What is your alkalinity reading at? If it's north of 150, this can cause the pH to be resistant to change and stay high. If it's under 50, it can cause it to bounce around a lot. So it's vital to make sure it's in range to stabilize the pH and keep the pH in range. What is your pool made out of? If it's a concrete pool, then that can be a contributing factor, especially if it's a new or newly renovated pool. While concrete is high in pH and can raise it, other surfaces like vinyl line pools or fiberglass pools generally lower the pH. What kind of chemicals do you treat your pool with? Chemicals like cowhypo or liquid chlorine have higher pHs, which can raise the pH. So if you're constantly giving your pool a diet of those two chemicals, that could be a contributing factor. Do you have a water feature? How are your jets orientated? Do you have a salt system? All these can play a part. If you have a water feature, such as a waterfall, that is naturally raising your pH. The reason for this is when it flows over into your pool, it causes disruptions and bubbles in the surface. This causes the carbon dioxide to be released, known as gassing off, and the result is a pH that continually rises throughout the week. Same thing goes with the jets. If they're turned up to make the surface move, they can cause that same exact reaction. I'd like to give a shout out to my CPO instructor, Rudy Stankowitz, who showed this exact demonstration in his class. We watched it change right before our eyes. I'll never forget that. Do you have a salt system? That can also cause a pH to rise through the process of it making the chlorine. As long as your CYA is in range, it's safe to turn it down and will limit the pH increase. Especially true when the water is colder. So if these are some cases in your pool, here's what I would do. The first thing I would do is get the alkalinity range above all else if it's not already. I'd turn the jets to where they're pointing straight out in the wall more and turn down the waterfall as long as your stabilizer is good. Use some tablets for a bit and see if that helps. The tablets are very acidic so that will help keep your pH down. And if you have a salt system, I'd go ahead and turn it down a bit as well. I hope that answers your question, Liz. If you need further clarification, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Let's go ahead and move on to our main topic, CYA, otherwise known as stabilizer. This is a very important chemical, just like every other one, to make sure your pool stays balanced and healthy. CYA stands for cyanuric acid, and the chief goal of this is to protect your chlorine in your pool water. When a client asks me what it is, I tell them it's a two-faced chemical, and naturally they ask, what do you mean? I then explain that it's necessary and does good for your pool up to a certain point. On the good side of things, it protects the chlorine to keep it in the water. I call it sunblock. It blocks the sun from burning it out of your pool. 
However, if it gets too high and turns to the bad side, hence the two-faced, I say it turns into chlorine handcuffs and won't allow it to work properly. I go on to say that you need to add a lot more chlorine to produce the same sanitation effect that is if it were at a lower level. The fact of the matter is, chlorine and stabilizer need to maintain a specific relationship in order to keep things balanced and the chlorine working efficiently. The chlorine needs to be a minimum of 7.5% of the stabilizer reading in order to keep that relationship true. So for easy math, I always use a CYA reading of 100, which is actually high. So that means that your chlorine reading needs to be 7.5 parts per million in order to keep the chlorine effective and keeping your pool healthy. That's nearly double what the maximum recommended reading is by the NSPF. If your CYA is high, you need more chlorine. It's as simple as that. So with that said, the National Swimming Pool Foundation recommends the CYA to be between 30 to 50 parts per million. In those ranges, yes, you can use a recommended 1 to 4 parts per million of chlorine. Again, as the stabilizer reading increases, so does your need for more chlorine. What happens if the stabilizer is low? Well, the chlorine you put in will burn off within a couple hours and that pool will no longer have a barrier against harmful bacteria or algae. What happens if the CYA is high? In that instance, it won't allow the chlorine to work properly, and again, you end up with the pool filled with harmful bacteria and algae. I get calls a lot saying that their pool is green after adding a bunch of chlorine. It's either going to be high stabilizer or high phosphates as long as everything else is working properly. What can cause high CYA? Well, it's what you add in the pool because water doesn't naturally contain it, like your fill water coming out of your hose. Things like stabilizer itself, trichlor, dichlor, and the highest offender generally is the three-inch tablets that every pool seems to live on. For every two tablets you add into the pool, which is about a pound of trichlor, you're adding about six parts per million of stabilizer. Thankfully, things like rainstorms, splash out, or a leaky pool delays it, but you can see how it can get out of control very quickly, especially with the recommended range of 30 to 50 parts per million. Make sure you pay attention to what you're adding to your pool. Before hiring me, I had a client think they were adding bicarb, but instead he added four pounds of stabilizer to their pool, which was already high in stabilizer. Well, Eric, can't you just add another chemical to lower it? Unfortunately not. There have been attempts to create a chemical, but I haven't found a reliable chemical to do so. So there's one of two things you can do. Reverse osmosis, which is very expensive, or you can drain part of your pool and refill it with fresh water. Remember, fill water doesn't have stabilizer in it. It's a very simple process to do, but it just takes time. Say your pool has a stabilizer reading of 100 and you want to get to 50. All you have to do is drain approximately half of your pool and fill it back up. Give it a day to mix in with uh, you know, fresh water for pool water, and you should get a reading of around 50. You know, that is given you have a true reading of 100. Most test kits don't go above 100 parts per million, per million of stabilizer. So if you find you, you're at 100 with your reading, you may want to do a dilution test to find out the true reading. This method I used, I actually found a pool to stabilize a reading of approximately 350 parts per million. That is out of control high. To start off, all you have to do is mix half the pool sample that you're going to use for the test and mix it with half fresh water. Then what you do is you go ahead and go through the stabilizer test and say you get a stabilizer reading of 50. Times it by 2 and then you have a true reading of 100. 
If you're still at 100 after the dilution test, you may need to add more fresh water and then do the appropriate math you know, by percentages to get the right stabilizer rating. So guys, that's stabilizer in a nutshell. Uh, the, these are the basics about the chemical, but it does solve a lot of issues that homeowners aren't too familiar with. So again, if you guys need anything else regarding stabilizer, further clarifications, or you know what if scenarios based on your situation, don't hesitate to call me out, email me, text me, whatever you want to do. I'm here for you guys. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to have another great episode for you guys. So as always, stay safe and enjoy your swim. That's all for tonight, and thanks for tuning in. Please send any comments or ideas, how-to and guest appearance requests, and product review suggestions to eric at chloreinekingpools.com. Remember, if life piddles in your pool of dreams, just add some chlorine and keep swimming. See you next time.